Internment camps for the unvaccinated, and soon it may be too expensive to even drive your car in order to relocate. All of this coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to the silent war with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. You don't want to miss this episode. Let's dive in. Do you love the aroma of a cup of delicious hot coffee to start your day? Mmm, nothing beats it. And with the Great Awakening Coffee, you'll be ready to meet your day with passion. Our specialty is waking people up. And as soon as you taste our coffee, you'll know why. Wake up feeling charged like George Washington with our smooth breakfast blend. Or maybe you're more of a Roosevelt and prefer our cowboy blend. Our Set It and Forget It program is a hassle-free coffee buying experience backed by our Patriot Promise. Meet your day with passion. TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com Link in description. NemosNewsNetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. So hidden on page 508 of the so-called infrastructure bill is a plan to tax you by the mile so that it becomes too expensive for we the people, the regular folks, you know, those useless eaters as they look at us as, to be able to afford to drive our vehicles anywhere. But that's okay, because the ultimate plan for this Agenda 2030 Great Reset bullshit is to force us all into coffin apartments and super cities anyway, so who needs a vehicle when you don't even get to leave your, you know, giant skyscraper coffin apartment because you're on, you know, global warming lockdown. And that's exactly where this is going, folks. If we do not resist and we do not win, we have to prevail. And they are fighting dirty, they are violent, they are super, super evil at this point. I mean, the stuff that they are doing, blocking cures, $2 cures, we're going to get to that while pushing poisons that are expensive and mandated and you know taking away your liberties if you don't take the poisons. So it's insane, doesn't make any sense, it's anti-science and they're using this you know moniker of science to usher in an Orwellian technocratic dictatorship. Meanwhile, they're also of course trying to derail or destroy any competing currency because that is the real power of the state and the government is the central bank. They can just print, 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 and if you got the money, as this old golden rule says, those who have the gold make the rules. So those who have the money create most of the power within society, not all. There is religious power, there are, you know, um, you know, sort of a celebrity power, there is the power of truth itself, there are all sorts of powers competing, but one of the big ones is money, and one of the other big ones is military power, you know, the sort of martial power. But that is paid for 100% through money. Because generally speaking, armies are not volunteer armies. So when they have the power of the central bank, they have the power of militaries. They have the power of the police. They have the power of the government. They have the power of bribing anyone who likes money, which is pretty much 99% of humanity. So they have the ultimate power if they can print the very basic unit that we use in polite society to trade within ourselves, you know, between ourselves. And that is why gold and silver is real money. That is why it is sort of, you know, it's been called God's money. Certainly it's constitutional coin because that's in our constitution for a reason, 
Gold and silver is money. The government's not allowed to print anything else. It has to be gold and silver because our forefathers knew from watching what happened with the Central Bank of England, which is, by the way, why we broke away from England in the first place, according to Ben Franklin. It wasn't over taxation without representation. It was the refusal of King George to allow the colonies to operate an honest money system. Pretty close to a direct quote going on memory here. Now that is inflationary. That is money printing. That is boom-bust cycle. That is consolidating the wealth of an entire nation in the hands of a few banksters and their friends and their cronies. That is why BlackRock is paying up to 50% more than the price that's even being asked for in this hyped-up market for homes and buying up all of these residential homes and converting them into to, to rentals because they have access to all of the money. They're more interested in the control aspect at this point, the power aspect of having all of these people no longer independent homeowners, but now you're going to be a dependent serf living on their land and their home by their rules. That is a, an essential part of the Great Reset. Now, as I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, back to my point, they're, comp they're going after competing currencies. Yes, gold and silver is already heavily suppressed in a mul multiples of ways, one of which most states and the federal government would consider it to be a regular old asset. So like oil, if you buy it for a dollar and you sell it for two, you made a dollar profit and you owe us capital gains tax. Now, that would make sense if you bought something that then doubled in value to the market and, and it was a capital gain. But when, you, when you're using gold and silver, which is just money anyway, there's no real capital gain. There's just sort of a, a purchasing power that changes. That purchasing power, of course, with gold and silver goes way up over time because actually it doesn't go up it stays the same over time because the dollar is dropping over time a good example being you know 1913 one gold coin or 35 dollars would buy you a nice man suit with a tie a watch a pair of shoes and a belt now today two thousand dollars roughly to buy the same gold coin or nice man's suit and set so it's, it's the same amount of purchasing power as it had in the 1913s or as it had probably in the 1700s. That changes very little, okay, because gold is finite and you can't just print it out of thin air when your buddies want to buy up all the property in the country or something like that. That is why gold and silver keeps governments honest and accountable, okay? Um, you know, that, that is one of the ways in which they rig the gold and silver market and another way is they suppress the actual true price of gold and silver because honestly if gold and silver were allowed to you know be honestly valued compared to the gold uh, to the dollar and the other fiat currencies it would already be way beyond what it is because they're using the ETFs which are the paper gold and silver contracts that they say we own a silver contract or a silver ounce so we're going to sell 200 silver ounces of paper because not everybody wants it at the same time and we can get away with it that's basically the way this works and it's totally legal and when you have something that's precious and finite and scarce like gold or silver or even bitcoin they're trying to do bitcoin etfs now which makes no sense why you would need a paper asset for a digital asset because you can hold that in your own brain or in your own phone or in your own memory Although I don't trust, you know, the phones these days, of course, they're spying on us. Um, you know, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So they're trying to dilute into such a, a large pool of, of money that no one can have an impact anymore. 
So, you know, the Hunt brothers, they tried to move the price of silver up by buying it all. Warren Buffett did something very similar. The government can come in and stop them any time. But how are they going to stop 10 million people from buying, you know, a couple of ounces each? Well, they can't. All they can do is try to suppress that price. And when that game is over, which it's coming up very soon, and they're running out of the physical silver supply as it is, when that game is over, all of the other games are over too. That's why governments are panicking. Everybody knows at their level that all of the central banks, all of the big business players, they know that the secret to the, the central bank is the inflationary boom-bust cycle that allows them to consolidate power and wealth. And everybody knows uh, in the financial world, at least, or they're learning because even mainstream people are now talking about gold and silver and the financial shortages. I've even seen uh, the shortage of silver mentioned on mainstream media now, financial shows, which is which is incredibly um, shocking for me. That's like putting like some heavy truth topics out there on CNN. That just doesn't make any sense. But, you know, they're not as bad about censoring the financial stuff, right? Because you know, people there are more about making money than they are about politics. So the financial news is a little bit less censored, a little bit less prone to that sort of cancel culture. And you get a little bit more truth sometimes. So the financial class, the financial community there, they're living off of and staying ahead of you know, the we, the people who don't understand inflation. It's a big game and they're all in on it. Now, here's the way that they play that game. Okay. They play inflation by owning assets. Their assets go up with inflation, just like gold and silver. I mean, their assets are going to keep going up in price because the dollar is going down in price and in value and purchasing power. That's why all these companies are having huge, you know, even though their, their, their earnings are not up, their, their income is not up. Their, their valuation is up, their, their stock price, their share price is through the roof. All this money printing is distorting things, folks. So that's why they have to go after crypto. The, the CEO of Coinbase, which is no friend to privacy anyway, is warning that sweeping surveillance of crypto holders is hidden within the same infrastructure bill that wants to tax you for every mile you drive. That is not about infrastructure. Now, moving on from there, the lawyer for Ashley Babbitt is saying that um, Capitol Police officer who shot Ashley Babbitt was, uh, am he ambushed her, essentially. There was no warning, he shot her. Uh, it, was, it was a kill shot, essentially, with no warning. It was an ambush. You know, most police would say, stand down. Most police have been trained to sort of deescalate, to try to avoid using um, deadly force. Uh, these guys, I mean, he was waiting on it. He had his finger on the trigger, pointing it at his own coworkers. He was looking forward to it most likely. I mean, I can't pretend to know his mind, but he certainly seemed quite eager with that finger on the trigger, didn't he? Now, um, this is just one more milestone in the deadly saga around Ashley Babbitt and others who were murdered by Capitol Police on January the 6th, either directly or indirectly. One woman was trampled to death and police, while pushing her and others downstairs backwards, uh, refused to even allow people to help her. Now, Israel has began airstrikes on Lebanon inside Lebanese territory, supposedly not against Hezbollah, but Hezbollah has already started to respond with rocket fire from Lebanon into Israel. This could, you know, this could turn into something big and quickly. Even Israel respects the, the sort of military power of Hezbollah. So this is um, already turning into a potential major issue. 
and this is just one more. I mean, look at what's going on in the Black Sea near Russia. Uh, they are they're wargaming off of Russia's coast, folks. Russia saying enough is enough. This is aggression, and we've had it. And China is is I mean, China is looking for a reason to take down the U.S., especially after now we're selling weapons to Taiwan. Surprisingly, uh, I guess Joe Biden shipping them all of our old stuff, probably from the 50s. Now, um, shipping rate containers for those of you who are able to to look instead of just listen right now, you can see this little graph. This is the shipping rate. Um, the shipping container rates for, for moving things from China to the US basically. All, a lot of this stuff is one way. China's still making a lot of stuff, it's shipping it here, exporting it, and the price of the, the actual transition, the transit, the moving cost is, has skyrocketed. Companies can't find enough shipping containers, they can't find enough ships. Uh, we're years away from catching up to that uh, sort of supply demand differential to keep a, enough flow coming to lower these rates and the price just keeps going up 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 so this is your inflation folks they're telling you inflation's transitory this is the cost of everything else that we don't make here in the u.s to get here to the u.s so whether or not the cost of plastic soy you know grains or whatever else is going up this is going up this will affect the cost of everything else that we import and that is going to get kind of you know, expensive very quickly. I mean, we don't really make that much stuff here in the U.S. anymore, right? Now, also going uh, going from uh, to the next article here, Joe Biden just broke the law. He knows he just broke the law. I mean, the entire government knows he just broke the law. The CDC under Joe Biden is extending the eviction moratorium, threatening people with jail time, even though the Supreme Court just said you can't do that. It's unconstitutional. You know what, if I were a landlord right now, I'd say lock me up, make an example of this situation because I will kick out someone in this. In this, Because you, you could go to someone and say, look, the Supreme Court says I can evict you. You can go to the judge and you can go to the local court system and say, you have to do this, the Supreme Court said so. And you just go through the normal process. You just have to amend everything that you do with that you know, Supreme Court filing that says they can't do this again. It's unconstitutional. So this is pretty much all you need for a constitutional court, and maybe a far-left judge may disagree, but you know this is clear-cut, open-shut case. But they know that. Joe Biden knows that. I mean, he even says, essentially, that if we have to appeal this to keep it going for another month or so, you know, th that's why they know it's illegal. They're just gonna try to tie it in courts. They're just buying time, but, and here's why. The Democrats have destroyed the economy that President Trump helped to build by, by lowering taxes, lowering regulations, getting the government off our backs. They have used their, their hoax pandemic to destroy this economy and people are pissed. People are suffering and they don't want to be the blame. They would rather destroy all of the landlords and turn this nation into a nation of renters, no more home ownership, than take the blame for causing so many people to become homeless and destitute. That is the Democrat party. They will shift the blame, but remember who did this to us. And don't let other people forget the Democrats locked us down. The Democrats destroyed our jobs and businesses. The Democrats and Joe Biden did this to us. And they did the vaccine to us as well. President Trump may have funded it in order to get us out of lockdown early, but they're forcing it. They're bribing children to take it they're propagandizing it 
they're coercing people into it and they're not giving us a lot of choice are they so also um, one you know ominous report from a fairly large-scale study in the UK says that up to a third of people who have taken or, or received uh, I'm sorry not received but have, have contracted the disease of COVID and then gotten over it still have something known as long COVID where they have lingering symptoms uh, including cognitive deficits like they've lost three or four IQ points the brain's just not as sharp as it used to be some studies have shown that for people who who can't quite beat this thing and clear it it, it may be copying you know some of your cholesterol in your gray matter your your brain and turning it into copies of itself um, and certainly in a post vaccinated autopsy the first of its kind as I reported yesterday the day before from Germany uh, we've seen that for people who were vaccinated at least the spike protein was in was heavily infested in every organ of their body that shows you that this thing is very dangerous at least for certain people in its post-vaccinated form now this study I don't think covered whether or not they were vaccinated but we know almost all of the cases especially from the UK were from people who were vaccinated almost all of the people who even sought hospitalization or treatment for symptoms were vaccinated almost 100% because everyone else who got the positive test they were there for something else they were there for you know maybe they were there for a, heart, a headache or a heart attack or something else and they just happened to, to test or get tested while there but they weren't there for some sort of a cold sniffle flu pneumonia congestion they didn't have symptoms of that it was it was an incidental thing so um, moving from there, 12 of the 13 most vaccinated countries in the world are now listed by the CDC as a travel risk because of the outbreaks they're having, the Delta, and now the Lambda, and next it's gonna be the, the Gamma, and then it's gonna be on and on and on into the Zeta, and the last variant is called Communism. Continuing from there, the CDC also discussing high-risk uh, internment camps for those who refuse the vaccine um, you know they're they're cloaking it in different languages I mean some of the languages they're using are uh, like shielding approach that they're using the shielding approach instead of locking you in internment camp that's what they're calling it they're using things like green zones to use you know, it's a euphemism for lockdowns and, and you know red zones that sort of thing we've seen this play out again and again and again zone one through five or in Canada, they did five different colors. This is all from the same plan. All the governments that are involved are rolling out the same plan with slightly different names to it. And that's it. That's why there's so many similarities. And that's why they all seem to be on the same page. All of this, the force, the damage, the, 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 the coercion, the bribery, the destruction of the economy and businesses and our loss of freedoms, everything, and including the... the the millions of people at this point who've been maimed or murdered by these experimental vaccine mandates could have been saved and stopped and prevented with a dollar a day. A new double-blind ivermectin study has shown that COVID patients recovered faster and were less infectious, far faster and far less infectious if they took ivermectin. That's it. And then, of course, we already knew about hydroxychloroquine 
how many people didn't have to die? How much suffering didn't have to happen? And when will people hold those accountable who really did this to us? Remember the people who pushed these lockdowns and this lie. In Mexico, they are now suing U.S. gun makers in the United States for arming the drug cartels. This isn't Mexico's fault, folks. This is the crazy liberals who've pushed laws now in certain places that allow people to sue gun manufacturers for violence not committed by gun manufacturers. It's the total guilt by association. How often do you see Ford, the company, sued when somebody gets into a car accident because they were driving a Ford truck? Not often. How often do you see, oh, I don't know, a police department sued when they use their Dodge Chargers to kill people or flip vehicles? Probably not often, because no one blames the car, just like no one should blame the gun. The guns are scary. So are cars, if you think about it. I mean, I've been ran over by a car, so I've got a little perspective to, to share, but uh, you know, it's, it's a thin piece of metal on with a thin shell flying 80 miles an hour in some cases with, with fragile human bodies inside of it. You gotta be careful and respect the technology, certainly, but we don't blame the technology when it's misused or mis mishandled. And that's, that precedent is now, I mean, Mexico says, well, these guys have a lot of money and the liberals are about to go after it anyway. Let's beat them to the punch and just get some free cash. So they're gonna test out the theory. And hell, folks, think about it. If all you have to do is say, well, these gun makers did some violence uh, or, or you know, somebody did some violence with a gun and you know which company made that gun, you can go sue them and, and you know, make tons of money. Who's not gonna do that? No, we're not gonna do that, of course, but you know, my point is that millions of liberals are gonna find this appealing. This is about to be a, a huge new challenge for the courts because it doesn't make sense. It's unconstitutional, it's guilt by association, it's, it's this hateful anti-gun cult taking power, but it's happening. I mean, this is happening. They're suing Smith and Wesson brands, Glock, Sturm, Ruger, and others. Now, moving on from there, um, Mark Dice actually did a series of interviews, as he sometimes does. Usually they're very funny, comical. You can kind of see how dumb some liberals are, uninformed, politically speaking, that they are, and how much they trust the fake news. But this one wasn't funny, folks. This one was quite scary. But he did it. He went out on the, the, the you know far left liberal areas. He started to ask people to sign a petition basically to jail the anti-vaxxers. And uh, people, for the most part, in these far left liberal areas agree with it. Now that is not the majority of the country. These are the brain damaged few who have not yet walked away. But it shows the liberal state of mind. I hope you have found this to be a value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing. I'm going to show the video in just a second, but first check out our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news and uh, maybe even go so far as to support us. Shop with our Patriot sponsors at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. We'll see you on the next one and here is the Mark Dice video.